Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Spurs show is backed for the season by Ladbrooks. Hello, good evening, welcome around the world, wherever you are listening to the show. Tonight's show is a special event at the Albany Great Portland Street frequented by Spurs Show season ticket holders. Great. Wonderful. Thanks for coming out on a cold night. Uh, we've got a very special two shows. Uh, we've got one coming on then. If you listen at the end of this week, a very special live show with Tottenham Hotspur legend, Mr. Terry Dyson, coming Yay. later. And that will be in about an hour's time and the applause the will be much louder as more <laughs> pints are, are drunk. Uh, but for this show... Um, Three uh, wonderful guests. First, please welcome my co-host, Mr. Theo Delaney. Good evening. <laughs> Even got a chant now. Look at that. <laughs> I've got a chant. You're now the, the Musa Sissoko <laughs> of, of the Spurs show. Finally, you get a chant. I've never been so insulted in all my life. <laughs> Can't you put in a shift? Come on. <laughs> you know, limited, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> and secondly, a man who I think was on the, the a live show last season. Uh, busy man, especially this week. Uh, editor of the Jewish Chronicle, Mr. Stephen Pollard. Don't I get a chant? Do I just get ooh? <laughs> probably be a sort of... Pollard! Ye- probably be a Yido to a Pollard or something like that. And thirdly, sort of keeping the theme going with, with our, our, our guests coming up for the uh, Sixers team. Uh, son of an, another wonderful player, John White from that team. But also, many of you will know him as a wonderful photographer and author and, and kind of filmmaker-ish. We'll talk mm, about that later. Okay, I haven't seen nice. it yet. Sometimes it can be the voice of Doom. Mr. Rob White. <laughs> <laughs> Doom. What more can I say, Mike? Exactly. I think you'll confuse me with Rob Eason. Well, no, oh, no, no, hold on. That's a whole know. other thing. That is a whole other thing. Right, so on tonight's show, we're going to look back at two extraordinary games, really. The... the uh, I'm about to say defeat, but it's actually a draw against PSV, uh, then the defeat against Manchester City, and then actually by the time most of you have heard this, we've probably already played West Ham tomorrow night. Uh, big game now. And then bizarre Wolverhampton Wanderers, Saturday 7.30 kickoff. Yeah. I don't... We'll ask Terry if you ever to play... 7.45. We'll ask Terry later. You have to play Saturday night, 7.45. Um... And if you're listening at home, the people here this evening uh, are very kindly uh, supported the podcast by becoming Spurs Show season ticket holders. We do a monthly event here 
at the Albany, um, and then two events uh, end of the season and Christmas. So here next month we have another FA Cup uh, winning player, David Howes. And then December the 3rd at Dingwalls in Camden, we have our oh, infamous Christmas show with certainly one of my heroes, Chris Waddle. Uh, join us at all these events. Just go to season.spurshow.net uh, or if you just can only make the Christmas one, go to live.spurshow.net and, well, they're always wonderful nights as you're here. Uh, right, uh, firstly, uh, let's start, because it's still fresh, uh, with the result last night at Manchester City. Stephen, is there sort of a, a running theme now, these big games that were getting undone by sort of individual errors? Is that, is that a fair, fair to say? I don't think that's a question. It's a statement, <laughs> isn't it? Uh, it's, it sort of seems that it's all... You know, yes, we get these individual errors, and you know, yes, a lot of them are Hugo and and what have you, and it's somebody else and whatever. But it's all part of a pattern. It's more than just the, the individual errors. It's just everything's so flat now, and you sort of you sort of assume it's coming. Last season, season before, you know, it's everything's. You, you sort of got out of the Spurs mentality that there'll be gloom and doom at the end of the game. And it would all be, you know, I'd actually taught myself to think that you could be optimistic when you go to a game. And I know we, you know, I know we lost to City, you know, last year and it was awful and all the rest of it. But, you know, generally you were optimistic. Now I go to the games with a sort of sense of gloom and misery, partly because we're in Wembley. Yeah, partly, is that because of the whole it's, stadium It's sort of irrational thing. as well, yeah. because, you know, as everyone trots out the statistic, it's our best ever start to the mm-hmm. premiership. But it just shows there's, you know, lies, damn lies and statistics. Mm. But do you think that's just because of kind of how the fans have been treated with the whole stadium thing? Yeah, and I mean, the delay. I mean, it's, it's almost not what's going on the pitch for, for fans. That's you could argue is affecting us as fans even more. Well, it's it's. But let's put it this way, and I don't want to get a libel suit, but I just don't like being lied to, and that's the thing. I mean, you just have this feeling that there's something going on there that we're not being told about, and that. We don't stand a cat in hell's chance of being there this season. I'd be I'd be astonished if we're there. I mean, everyone, we've all got stories about people we know who've got a story about. You know, I, I know was told this by there. a bloke who works yeah. there who said this. But then this morning, someone told me who's a relatively sober guy who <laughs> tends to know about these things. <laughs> said, you know, it's, a, it's to do with the fire sprinklers and they can only test a certain amount each week and just physically they haven't got the capacity. So it's got to be, basically, the, the, the earliest they can get them ready is March and by then you're going to have the test games. So basically right off this season. And that the only reason they haven't announced it is because they don't want all the people in the expensive premium boxes and so on to suddenly say, well, hold on a minute, I want my money back now all in one go. Now, you know, everyone's got a story that might be a load of nonsense. Mm. But the fact is there's something going on there and there has been all along. And even in his statement last week, announcing it, when he, to actually say in the statement, you know, we'll make another announcement, we expect to be there barring unforeseen circumstances, mm. as if they're unforeseen to you, but I can foresee them because I'm going to make an announcement mm. soon. It just stinks. But do you think, Mr. Positive Theo Delaney, <laughs> do you, I mean... <sighs> Look, you know, I'm sure you've had building work done and it's always delayed. But yeah, I mean, I know we're sort of now mentioning talking about the Man City game, but we kind of brought it up now. You know, can you really blame the board here or, or I mean, you know, it's, it's building work? Should they just come out and said, we're at Wembley for two seasons and be done with it? What's your take on it? Well, we just don't know. That's the thing. I mean, I can understand everybody's speculating, everybody thinks. You know, we just don't know. So it's just hard to say. I don't know. I, I, I feel for them in a way. I think what you've got to remember is how ambitious this project was in the first place and that what a big 
undertaking it was financially and compared to other comparable clubs, you know, we're doing something massive and, you know, laudable. So but whether, whether there's been, uh, whether they're not telling us the truth or not, I mean, I, I, how, how do we know? How can we possibly well, that, say? That, that, and funny enough, I tweeted the um, dictionary definition of fraud the other day. <clears throat> and fraud is, fraud, is, <laughs> fraud is a really hard thing to prove because you don't know when somebody's telling a lie, basically. And you don't know what conversations have been had. And I don't particularly want to come across as particularly negative about this, Mike. But um, I, think, I think it can be best described as a shit show, shit show. I think it can be worse described as possibly fraudulent. What's going on? But do, so do you think, therefore, that... And, and sorry... Go on, just, go just, on. just one thing, because everybody... It's, I think it's quite interesting on social media, because I think at the moment, if you start having a go on social media, I'm fed up with that phrase, be careful what you wish for, and I'm fed up with that phrase, just be patient, and it'll be worth waiting for. Because both of those things... I think, I think Daniel Levy's the leader of this organisation, of Tottenham Hotspur as an organisation. And when people say, yeah, but you've had building work done at home and it overruns, Daniel Levy's a professional. He's a highly paid professional. And I think he knew this. Well, I, I'm convinced he knew this situation was occurring at the start. And I think there's this weird, almost this cult of Daniel that's, 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 that's sprung up. I mean, obviously what's come out in, in the club statement was, was, you know, it's cost more and they've had to take another oh, kind gosh. of loan. And was it 200 and something million? Was that 187 million? Something like that, the figure that was quoted in the, in the papers. Um, and let's going back to the game yesterday, uh, Stephen, <coughs> if you believe that, that it's, it's cost more than we thought, do you think that's impacted, therefore, on the squad and the fact that we didn't sign anyone at the beginning of the season and Pochettino's, I think, demeanour and the things yeah. he's now saying? I'd be more it has, has it affected yes. the team? Well, I, I think it, it's difficult not to read that into, certainly into Poch's demeanour, that, you know, I mean, he, he, he cannot... It's difficult to imagine how he can't be frustrated. I, I do think that the business of not signing a player, there's a sort of another side to that coin which people are forgetting. Because not only did we not sign someone, we didn't sell anyone either. Mm. And... You know that there are. You know, there's something that I'm sure we didn't not sell them because we didn't want to. There were you know, we couldn't get rid of some of them at the right at the price that we wanted. And I think there's something that I'm not somebody. You know, I, I, when I spoke just before, it was a mini rant about about Levy. I, I've always been a big fan of Daniel Levy. I've always thought and argued with people. You know, the guy. Uh, took over a club that was in a terrible state financially that was a bit of a joke in terms of the way it was being run and he's you know he's he's managed that side of it really well and you know he brought in Pochettino and okay it may have been through circumstances and so on so I'm not you know it's not a rant against Levy but I think something's gone something's gone very wrong uh, at the top and I think um you know the other thing we forget and this is part of tied up with the players is you know, you, you talked about the extra two hundred million or whatever. But you know, we're in a huge amount of debt, the club now. You know, it's a, a for a good thing, and I'm not. You know, I'm hugely looking forward to being in the stadium. But we have to remember, and that can't not impact. I mean, just look at any other football club that's built a new stadium, mm -hmm. and the debts that we've incurred are in a different order to even what Arsenal incurred when they bought their stadium. Mm. I mean, I think the, the the way that might have impacted. I mean. You know, you look at the current squad and not just yesterday's game, the PSV game, and you look at the bench and players that come on and change a game. I mean, the one player that I kind of really wanted at Spurs, and if you believe certain people absolutely wanted to come, was, was Wilfred Zahar, who I think would have given us something different, even from the bench, if some people out there think, oh, we wouldn't start. 
but I think he'd give us something different. And if you kind of believe the wages he probably wanted, mm. which I'm assuming was around 100 grand a week, I assume Palace probably wanted, what, 40, 50 million. You can argue, therefore, that the cost of the stadium has stopped the owners going... Well, Steve, we, we yeah, can't afford him right now. Of course, Stephen, as Stephen says, you don't build a billion-pound stadium and not have yeah. and not suffer some sort of financial impact. But what you got to think is, what are we trying to be here? We're trying to be, we're trying to join the big boys. We all, some of us, we're all of a certain age here. Some of us remember when we got up in the morning on a Saturday and we were still there was a chance that we would we'd be in the title race. We might even win the title. That wasn't the case until very recently. Mm. This is an yeah. ambitious border doing something hugely ambitious, way, way beyond anything that any comparable club, you know, that we were alongside before Levy took over. Our rivals were Middlesbrough, Sheffield Wednesday, Newcastle, Aston Villa, Leeds and Everton, right? We were in that, and mostly they finished above us and bought better players. So we've, come, we've left them way behind. We're in what they now call the Big Six, and we're building the best stadium in Europe. We've already got the best training ground, it's not reasonable to think there are going to be problems. That's going to be a difficult thing to do. When this stadium is ready, when we're all in a year's time, when we're all in it, and we're in the best stadium in the whole country. We, you know, it's not going to seem like such a big problem. I think there will be there are player problems, but I think that um, the business plan. You say, you know, I don't think it it needs to be disastrous to build a stadium in terms of buying players. Bayern Munich, Juventus, Atletico Madrid. They didn't fade away because they built new stadiums. There are ways of doing it. And Levy knows what he's doing, I think. Ultimately, there are hiccups. There are going to be hiccups. You don't, you know, you don't make an omelette without breaking eggs. Mm. So do you think when Poch went, this is going to be the most difficult season, that's kind of what he was thinking? You're thinking what Levy has sat him down and gone... That whole thing about we need, at the end of the last season, we need to be brave. We, know, we, all, we all read that as... That's the sort of dig at Levy. Come on, let's do our business early. And his demeanour has not been the same this season. You can clearly see on the touchline. You can see it in press yeah. conferences. Do you think Rob? He was kind of told that. Do you think Daniel? They see. They seem to go. Well, they've been on holidays together. If you read oh, really? uh, read the with the Pochettino it's book, like Eric and Ernie. You know exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, presumably he knew all this. That I, this I, is a long term project. This is where we are. There's going to be a blip until we get to the next level. I hope he was, I hope he did know that. I hope he didn't know that because I think also what it's done it doesn't take an awful, you know it doesn't take an awful lot of in intelligence to work out that at the moment I think Pochettino's um he sort of un undermined and, and we've got the best manager that we've had out of the last 15 <laughs> which doesn't say a lot. I think it's 15. Um and you want in my opinion you want you want to give this guy as little added stress and as little added reasons for wanting to leave the club as possible. I think that there would have been certain individuals at the club that Pochettino's had conversations with, give me one more season, let's play in this new stadium. Mm. And I think that undermines his position as well. Yeah. Mm. And actually, so if we, if we sit here and ask ourselves, why was that game played last night on a Monday night? The reason it was played last night on a Monday night was because of a decision that Daniel Levy took, which was to say that the, 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 the or advice he was given to say the stadium was going to take a year to complete. Mm. And actually it wasn't. It was going to take two years. It's also incredibly uh, bad people management. Uh, that's what I was going to say. I think, oh, I sorry. Think, sorry, just, just, just to reiterate yeah. the point that Theo has made. I don't think anybody, you know, no Spurs fan, a rational Spurs fan can complain about this fantastic stadium we're going to get. And everyone is behind that. I just think the way that we've been informed, it's yeah. a bit like children, basically. It's a bit like, yeah, let's drip feed them information. And the, the danger with that then comes is you just get in the gaps. You get lies, you get 
uh, rumour, you get suggestions, and nobody quite knows what's going on. And I, that's why yeah. I say I really hope that Pochettino's been well-informed. Mm. I mean, if, if, if Levy had come out at the beginning of the season and said, you know what, I really wanted us to be in that stadium this season... Everything we, we you know we worked our guts off to get in there, but it's just proved impossible. So the sensible thing to do is we're going to you know make sure everything's right, and we're going to have to stay at Wembley for another stadium. Yeah, we'd all have been annoyed, we'd all have moaned and all the rest of it. But within a few weeks, we'd have you know it's just it is the way it is, and the team would have been able to play. The team don't even know what stadium they're playing in in three games' time. It's crazy, and it's 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 terrible PR as well. I mean. To, Treat the fans with this way. I mean, really tiny little things. So, for instance, you know, we know that we're going to play the next three games before Christmas at Wembley. Why can't we book them all in one go? Why do we have to log on to the stupid website and go through that whole farce every single time we want and print out our silly tickets? Why can't we just... It's not beyond the wit of mankind to have enabled us to book those three games in one go. Little things like that, just to make life a little bit easier for the fans. And they don't seem to have the slightest idea about PR. As you know, Terry's sitting there, and as Bill Nicholson would have said, about the fans being the most important thing about the club. And I think that's what... Unfortunately, certain people at the club lose that, you know, they're just clients. Well, look, we, we can, uh, yeah. we, um, um, thank you for your points there. We can, can literally I, can talk I just about all this. So maybe I'm going to do a lock in later <laughs> and we'll just all sit at the bar <laughs> and continue this conversation. Let's go back to the game yesterday. I mean, I, I, I'm sure, like many, many Spurs fans of a certain age, when that first goal went in, I was like, oh my God, <laughs> this is going to be a really, really long night. I can see this being where the wheels come off. Yeah. In fairness to them, okay, you can argue we rode our luck. That silver just the second half. Why did it put the ball in there? I've no idea. But we had really good chances, Theo. Yeah. Obviously, the Harry Kane one with the bad touch, the Lamella one at the end, Sissoko, bad pass when we were in. Yeah. We had good chance. We didn't have many chances, but if we came out with a draw, I think most neutrals would have gone, yeah, draws are yeah, fair. Yeah, fair enough, so. yeah. Yeah, and that's we should take encouragement from that, yeah. obviously, because they are they are a very special team. You know, there were certain players playing for us who would get nowhere near their starting eleven. So the fact that we held our own and were arguably just about worth a draw is something to take encouragement from. Obviously, no points is a blow, but we've got quite a lot of points compared to what we normally have at this time of year. So again, it's not the end of the world. Uh, I, I think on the whole, it was uh, a reason why I'm, I'm slightly confused why he didn't pick the better players, why he picked Sissoko and Lamella, who incidentally have been playing much better than... I think Lamella, they're on form, but maybe just injured, they're not match fit, Ericsson, Ali yeah. certainly. I'm, and I'm also he's probably got why. an eye on this, on this yeah. fixture congestion, but uh, as it happens, Sissoko had his, probably his best ever game for Spurs, and yeah. you know, was arguably our best player. I, I can't believe I'm saying those words. Like <laughs> <laughs> Rob, what is it? I mean, let's, you know, again, you mentioned social media earlier. What is it about this thing with Sissoko that people, I mean, the stick he gets, he's like, I mean, I remember Jason Dezel in the 90s. He was the one. <laughs> not that bad. He was, yeah, but he was at the time, was he 1.7 million from Ipswich? Yeah. It, was, it was a big signing then. He was one who used to really, really get yeah. it as well. well. He was terrible. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I don't know, really weirdly, I've, um, I've been behind Sissoko all the way, and it's actually, it does bother the hell out of me when people have a go at him. Unfortunately, I, the ball is behind him as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 it's, but it's weird. I've almost become, 
I've almost become really protective of this guy. And I understand. I look and I think, Jesus, that is awful. But I won't say it out loud. I'll tell everyone else, I'm like, well, what's your problem with him? Come on, support the guy. There was one instance yesterday, first half, where he just kicked the ball out. And yeah. it, some, I think it was Barney Roney in the, the Guardian. I can't remember exactly what he said. But it was fantastic. It was just the description of it was just brilliant. And that's what he said. It was, it was almost like he had to remind himself that he was Musa Sissoko. Um, <laughs> and you just think, I mean... I mean I love the guy's energy, and and again, if you're back to, if we're back to believing that Pochettino let's embrace his decisions, Sissoko plays an awful lot of football, yeah. and actually, Pochettino's a professional, a, a guy that analyzes, that knows everything. You hope he knows everything about the club. So yeah, I just think. Um, if, if Sissoko could play football, he'd be a great player, wouldn't he? <laughs> I think it's partly the fact that he costs, what was it, 30 million? Exactly. That's yeah. cheap. Think, I mean, it's just like, yeah. it's bonkers, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Well, look, we're... Uh, we're, can, I, we're can, can I just say, Mike, their, their quarterback was better than ours yesterday. Yeah, I know. That pitch <laughs> was extraordinary, <laughs> was just, it? it? was a disgrace, wasn't it? I mean, anybody tuning in from around the world are thinking, what is going on here? It's like it's a it knockout or something. It was awful. <laughs> exactly. Sorry, one for the Sadly, kids. We, d- we didn't play our joker. <laughs> Um, right, um, we are going to talk about uh, the PSV game. The games are coming up. A few bits and pieces after this very short break. We're taking a quick break to play Tottenham Hotspur Striker, the free iPhone and Android game that gives you the chance to win Tottenham Hotspur-related prizes such as tickets and signed items. Let me just go and check what I'm doing in the Spurs Show League against Theo. Ah, not too well at the moment. Never mind, if you want to play against us and other Spurs show listeners, search for Tottenham Hotspur Striker on the Google Play or the App Store now. The link is in our podcast description. The Spurs show is backed for the season by Ladbrooks. And we're back. That was the short break. If you're here live at the Albany for this, uh, one of our live Spurs show season ticket events. Right, a few bits of business uh, to mention before we continue. You might have heard the advert there. Um, we are, we've got a new iPhone game, which is backed by the club, Tottenham Hotspur Striker. Um, we love it so much. We set up our own Spurs show league. Uh, join the Spurs Show League, play the tournaments, prizes to give away. Uh, the first prize with this tournament that starts now, if you go there now, uh, is to appear on a, a future Spurs show. Uh, future prizes are ticket, get a season ticket, tickets for the Christmas show, and the ultimate prize, a signed Spurs shirt from the current Spurs team. All you've got to do to get the game is search Tottenham Hotspur Striker on the App Store or Google Play and follow the tournaments there. Uh, I've joined. It's great. It's like flick to kick, three or four passes, score. I'm quite useless at it. I must admit, I, I'm not good. But even if you've got your personal personage, we have children that just, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, play a game on the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tottenham official game. There we are. You can be Lamella, miss a chance from eight yards out as of yesterday, or Dembele just going round and round. Anyway, you can be who you want and uh, join the Spurs Show tournaments, download it. Uh, screenshot where you are in the league. You can actually... Re- I try to recreate the Ricky Veer 81 <laughs> goal, actually. Uh, do that, record it. Um, so, yeah, share how you're doing on our Twitter, which is at Spurs Show, or at TH Striker. Use the hashtag 
TH Striker. And enjoy. It's free. It's free to download and uh, check it out. It's uh, it's really good. Right. Um, I mean, we talked briefly about the Man City game and the and the, obviously the individual error. The P. I mean, after that Inter Milan game, I, I didn't think I'd get so annoyed by a Champions League <laughs> game, but I was wrong, Stephen. Yeah. That PSV game, we were absolutely cruising. Yeah. I mean, as much as the Spurs team can cruise at 2-1. <laughs> uh, but we really were. And again, Hugo again. Yeah. Uh, a rush of blood to the head. But were you not, you know, you said you had, you'd never thought it would after the Inter game. Were you not, I certainly was, WhatsApping friends the whole time saying they're going to score and it's, you know it's going to happen. I, 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 you know it's going to happen. After that Juventus game where you know we were goal up, played so well and got done, and you know, Pochettino, we've got to learn for these games, learn for these games, and then we same mistakes against Inter, Barcelona again giving away yeah. the goal early on, a must-win yeah. game. I just I mean, thought it, it, it wouldn't it, happen again. The, it's hardly an original observation to say that there's something something not right with Hugo this season. Clearly. That, that said, um, I read somewhere, I can't remember whose who's piece it was, I think in the Evening Standard, really good analysis pointing out that, you know, that, that Hugo's game is a high-risk game. That, that The way he keeps, that is inevitable with, with his, his style of play. And there are going to be mistakes. The, the issue this season is that those mistakes, there have been too many of them. You know, the, 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 the call he makes, he gets the, the, too many of them in going wrong. But I think we can bring it back again to this issue of the, of the squad and so on. You know, if we want to be one of the big boys, we have to have two keepers who we know we can have and if Hugo's not having a you know if there's something gone wrong we know there's someone else challenging him who can go there now Gazaniga has impressed me hugely I thought he's been terrific when we've had him but with the best win in the world he's not yet a fully formed keeper that can be you know that we can know that it'll be a run of games and you can be super confident behind and I think that's the problem is that Lloris is untouchable, quite rightly, because he's one of the best keepers in the world. But he's still got to have competition for his space. He's still got, there's still got to be something there that, that, that keeps him on his toes. But this sort of game management theory, I mean, obviously we've got Terry Dyson coming up later, who obviously played in, you know, the iconic glory, glory nights, European nights at White Hart Lane and away from home as well. And, and we'll talk about later certain games when, I mean, we'll talk about Gornick and certain games where dead and buried and, and came back and everything. It, it's sort of get, it boils down to game management. Yeah. And, and, you know, again, don't forget, we were very, very unlucky <coughs> with their goal. Another error, I forgot, another error with Toby, came back, looped over. How many times have we seen that ball loop over a Tottenham goalkeeper's head? You're like, this still can't go in. It's Spurs, it's gone in. I mean, yeah. it's just, yeah. it defies science that <laughs> these goals go in. And yet to come back and have that ridiculous goal uh, cancelled out. Um, yeah, yeah. We were. I mean, you know, we we do get we don't get many decisions, do no, we? You're right. The game we management really is suspect, but we were unlucky. Yeah. We were unlucky with both those things: the looping and and the uh, and the spuriously disallowed goal. It was a really frustrating mm. game, though, for that. But but then you think, well, game management is to do with maturity and being streetwise and all of those things and knowing how to close a game out and all that. And we were to- we were so much better than them. We were on a different level from them entirely and then you think well when is this team going to mature and in fact last season we got through we cruised through a a, a group that was probably even harder on paper than the one we're in this year you know and um, so you think well we can't be less mature surely I mean 
so, you know, the funny thing is when, when we had David Hepworth on, we had him last week, whenever we always yeah. get to this stage and he goes, it's just football, we can't explain <laughs> it. It's just what happens. <laughs> and it's true. There is no <laughs> rational explanation. We just got unlucky that night, really. We outplayed, we should have won 5-1 or something like that. Do we like Rob? I mean, again, that PSV game, Hugo got sent off. Uh, Vaughan came on, great save from the free kick. Yeah. But you look at the goal and you look at how we were defending in the line, but that guy just stuck his foot out. Do, do you think we lack that kind of, I don't know, streetwise play? I'm thinking about Edgar Davies under Yole. Even Nabets, he sort of brought, helped yeah. out with yeah, the deadly yeah. king. Yeah. That kind of player that you know is only going to be there probably a season, but is going to help certain players. Do you think we lack that? You're going to be harsh and talk about somebody that's won something, you mean? Well, um, I thought what was interesting about the, um, that game was the Vorm comments afterwards. I don't know if you oh, no, picked up on those. No. He was basically saying, and I thought they were quite outspoken, but quite honest. He was saying about the time and time again, he said, we come out of these games and we, we say we have to learn lessons from the game. And we don't learn the lessons. And there comes a point where if you're not learning lessons, I'm paraphrasing, but it's, if you're not learning lessons, then you have to ask yourself why, as a collective, you're not learning lessons. And I do think I've heard that for three years now, when we lose a game, uh, you know, it's, oh uh, yeah, we're going to, you know, we will learn from that and we will... And, and they're not learning, which is a worry. That's a slight worry. Um, but I, I think, yeah, I do think... So that is, that, is, that, is that a tactic thing? I remember, I think it was under AVB, we went through a phase. We, we got done by set pieces, like the last-minute goals. I vaguely remember we, we just conceded loads of goals. And in fairness, I mean, we did short, short up and you saw it. I mean, Stephen, do you think it's just a tactical thing that we need to, I don't know, time waste or whatever you have to do in certain games that we just don't do? Yeah, I mean, obviously, yes, but I think, you know, it's not as if there's a bunch of people who turn up at, you know, 20 minutes before the game and say, oh, Christ, what are the tactics? <laughs> um, you know, I mean, they spend, you know, they, this is what they, I hope this is what they do on the training ground and, and this is what they think about the whole time. And there's, you know, there's, as, as Rob said, there's, it, it, there comes a point where you think, well, what, what are they doing? By the way, you know, when, when we talked about having a streetwise player who, who, who's, you know, been there and done that, I mean, we have got the World Cup winning captain in the team, you know, and that's, the, that's part of the problem. He should be, our, he should be the one who's, who's, and we, we all thought when he won the World Cup, you know, at last we've got the we, we've got the winner the team. in the team. It's going to help. help. The team, and yeah. actually, the, the the you know there seems to be he's part of the problem now. He's the wobbliest of them all. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Rob. I mean, looking at this Champions League group now, uh, we've got to win all our games, get something in the new camp, hope results go our way. The, the eternal the question for any Spurs fan: Do you believe? And I'm sure Taylor will say yes. You want to win every game and be in every competition. But as a Spurs fan. No, do you want us to finish third, or do you think for the rest of the season it's best to not finish third and therefore miss out on Europa? More, miss out and have more of a tilt maybe to get top four this season? Finish second is the best option, obviously, uh, which is pretty unlikely. Uh, I, personally, I think, yeah, we'll go for the Europa. Stay in Europa, it's, it's a knockout stage after that. So actually, yeah. you know, I don't see the harm in it. What's the. Yeah. And, and financially, you're probably. Making more money, which is very important. Sixty-two was it? Sixty-two million made from the Champions League run last year. I don't know. No, that was that was in the papers the other day. Theo pulled a face. No, it just occurred to me the second time you said it's a knockout. I go for a hat trick. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get Anywhere. this idea that we that we want to finish fourth and not play football because mm. like we, I want to play. I want to have European. I don't, yeah. 
if they're a Thursday night, fine, we'll get a bit ribbed for that it's Thursday nights. But I'd rather be in the Europa League and I'd rather have a chance of winning that than say I'd rather not play in it. To be harsh with Spurs, we'd probably fuck up finishing fourth. Mm, yeah. <laughs> well, before we look look ahead of these uh, two big games coming up, uh, don't forget this season we team up with Lab Books, bring you plenty of specials. Please go to bet.spurshow.net and have a free bet on us, uh, maybe on uh, the games coming up. Um, tomorrow night, uh, I think it's a huge game, especially because the way we lost them last season. Uh, at, at Wembley, we've got West Ham in the. I can't say Carabao. Is it Carabao Cup? <laughs> the League I think Cup. It's the League Cup, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. The the League Cup, which let's be honest, is it, we say this every season now since we last won it. Our best chance of winning a trophy. Uh, it's, it's their new cup final. That's the problem. But it I mean, is, it, you know, talk no, about I know it's a pre- yeah. I mean, you know, I, I thought we played well against them. Was yeah. it a week ago, a couple of weeks we ago? We played well enough. I went to that game, at, actually, at, at the uh, London Stadium. Well, did you go with your brother, who's a big West Ham fan? With one of, I've got two sad. West Ham brothers, so I had one of their tickets and sat next to the other one, yeah. So, so what did you do when we scored? I just sat on me, sat on me hands. You just sat there, didn't yeah, move. I've done that. You've done that, surely. I've done that. I've, I've done, done it. I've done Chelsea, Arsenal, Arsenal just West Ham, can't move. Yeah, you don't do so it. So if they scored, would you have do a little that? wry smile? If they scored, would you do that? Well, everyone well, knows. No, would you do that. You, That's you get to your feet. You feel so dirty. Doing you get that. to your feet and you sort of do a vague pretend <laughs> clap, and they're so ecstatic they don't <laughs> notice. Apart from once I did it at Arsenal, and I was writing the right nasty bit along the side at Arsenal when I'd been there 10 minutes and Thierry Henry scored. Do you remember that goal where he ran the whole length of the blood? And he scored. I'm on my own. I've got a towel ticket outside. I'm literally on my own. He scored. They've all gone mad. They all go crazy, crazy. I've got up. And then we all sat down. They were cheering for about eight minutes. I sat down and I thought, what a horrible event. And And the bloke leant over to me and went, come on, mate. Even a yiddo should be cheering a goal like that. And I thought, oh no, I've got 80 minutes sitting here. And he's, in, he's, fairness, in fairness, you were wearing your replica Spurs no, shirt. No, no way. 80 minutes was a very uncomfortable day, especially as I think they won 3 0. The, the worst I had was Upton Park, and it was a midweek game. It might have been a League Cup game, I think. Was it God of mine? I was only very young. And, and again, we got rumbled, and we had to leave at half time. I was only about yeah. 11 or 12. Sometimes and, and discretion we, we, is we, the, we, we, the police had got to go. Yeah. There was that one we lost. I think you're, one, a lot of people watched it on like closed circuit cinemas. It's 85, 80, 84. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yorth was playing for Spurs. It was that long ago. Mm. You know? Legend. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, what do you think? I mean, important game to win or do you think, as Poch might do, play the kids and... No, I want to win it. I mean, I, you know, the, 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 it's a cliche, isn't it, that it's our best chance perhaps of winning silverware. Be in it. It's a tournament that we could do well. I don't want to throw it away. I mean, we, I was... When it looked like we were going to go out in the last round, I was, you know, sitting there thinking, yeah. bloody hell, um, what a waste. Um, and we don't want it. When, when we went out last season, it was, a, it was gutting. Um, a strong yeah, team. Yeah, that's the, that's the tough Well, I mean, you think team-wise, I mean, Ali's, team. Ali's just, well, obviously, Ali's signed Ali the and Son and Ericsson are fresh. Ali, Son and Ericsson will play in Winks. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but after that, what, what you're doing? He'll play Vorm, I mean, or maybe because Well, uh, the goalkeeper doesn't need to be fresh, particularly does he? Does he doesn't run around? But what about who plays at centre forward, Lorente or Kane? And who plays at centre back? That's the real difficult one because we've got no spares there at all, really. Have we? We've got Foyth, and that's pretty much it. Mm. No, that's very true. 
I but mean, it's, I mean th- they've got a lot of players out as well. Yeah. That means yeah. anything. I don't know. That's true. Yeah. Noble suspended, and uh, but anyway. Yeah, but they did. I mean, although we we won, you know that that game, uh, it wasn't like we dominated. It was it was a gritty away win that we, mm. you know, it mm. wasn't like we outplayed them or were in control all the way through. And they had injuries then. They've had a couple more since, but I, mm. uh, you know, it'll be tough, really tough. I and mean, then the crowd will be baying for for Tottenham blood as always and all that. Rob, extra time in pens? Penalties. There's, there are no, there's no extra time in this thing, is it? It just goes straight, straight to, to pens. Straight to pens. They might as well just start with penalties. Just start yeah. with penalties. Yeah. It would go much better for us. They wow. really would. You know, oh when, you know when people... I'm going to digress slightly. You I'd know play Gazaninga then. <laughs> I think I, I'd play him. Mm. You know when people say, what rules would you change to make the game better? Mm. I was saying one the other day, which is it's rubbish, but um, <laughs> I think in penalty shootouts, you could have a, the option of a second goalkeeper. So you play two goalies at the same time. What, two goalies yeah, in the goal? fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like another it's a knockout no more, no oh, more beer for Rob <laughs> exactly um, and then on the weekend again a bizarre I, I don't remember a Saturday night game do you Friday night they've had but yeah they, they had one last year against Man City didn't they what for Tottenham yeah 745 yeah. yeah it was the first one ever oh right there we are well, yeah. we're doing a game away to Wolverhampton Wanderers uh, a, a club that have historically been linked yeah. with Tottenham for many many years with certain great games who were playing well had a bit of a blip recently um, but I think that's going to be a tough one, Steve. It will be a tough one, but you know, <laughs> last season we were hoping, or the season before, yeah, we're thinking of ourselves as title winners. We can't suddenly start, you know, mm. crapping ourselves, pardon the expression, about, about uh, wolves away. Wolves. Yeah. You know, these are the games we've got to win. Yeah. Yeah, I think we'll, I mean, they won't be looking forward to playing us, put it that way. They'll be thinking, oh, no, this is all we need. We're on a bad run and we've got Tottenham coming. Yeah. And Tottenham's away record, actually, yeah. is pretty phenomenal yeah. in, the, in the league. Cool. So we so we all see two wins, West Ham and Wolves. <laughs> yeah, go on. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> you all sound competent, gentlemen. I'm just assuming you see two wins there. Yeah, I think yeah. we do. I think we do. I think the West Ham game is the tougher game because of the 48 hour. Yeah, and yeah. their fans and just oh, yeah, God, yeah. <laughs> but we got but with the League Cup, we, we we do get a bigger allocation. Although I thought I thought the I thought we sounded. I mean, the, I thought our sport was amazing at the last game, and you heard us really well. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I think I, it was louder than at Wembley last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was flat, wasn't it? It was flat, absolutely. Uh, finally, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, obviously, our, our thoughts go out to everyone connected Leicester City. That awful, awful thing that happened at uh, the weekend, and on the same day, uh, certainly my hero growing up, and, and many of you here at the Albany and, and, and at home listening, the awful news at the time. And again, you, you mentioned social media and how things quickly happens and he was about to go live on BT obviously the the, the, uh, the, the massive heart attack that Glenn Hoddle had uh, as, as we speak tonight the last we all heard was that he's out of intensive care he's up he's speaking to his family you hope by being even 61 a fit ex-professional 61 year old please god he's over the worst and, and again I mean you know there was a, a cameraman there that knew first aid I mean I I, I I would have a clue what to do, to be quite honest. Uh, thank God. He's a community police officer, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah I think he'd learned yeah, stuff on how to use the yeah. And Well, you know, thank God for all, not just Spurs fans. It was lovely to see this outpouring of yeah. not Spurs mm. fans. Because, let's be honest, I mean, he, t- t- to me, I'm 51 now, to me, he was the, you know, the greatest player I ever yeah. witnessed. Me too. Yeah, I'm 53. He's my. Right, yeah. I'm 52. He's my there you go. Yeah. <laughs> how old are you, Rob? <laughs> 
54. <laughs> <laughs> what about that? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's my all-time hero as yeah. well. Anyone of our vintage, I mean, he's, yeah. he's peerless, isn't he? Yeah, so I mean, hopefully, and also as we are fortunate enough to know, an absolutely top top bloke. Well, he's well. done this sh- this show twice yeah. now, and yeah. and and I don't know. I've said this on the show before. His TV persona you get, which is quite measured and mm. you know, yeah, just measured and doesn't say anything that sort of outlandish. Is is we only met him very briefly, but so different to when you actually meet him. He's a you know he's a bit of a boy, not in a sort of. Bad way, but just, just like some, you, you, you meet him, it's just like someone you just meet in the pub yeah. and yeah. you know, just chats about anything and tells a joke and very, very different to his, his sort of TV persona. Would you agree there? Well, he's, he's a lovely bloke. And that's what part of the, the thing, you know, the response on uh, Saturday was to do with that. Yeah. I mean, it, people like Ian Wright, he absolutely loves it. You know, he's mm. just, a, just a lovely guy. So. You know, the greatest footballer who ever lived and, and a lovely bloke. What, mm. what more do you want? Yeah, well, anyway, let's hope, please God, he's, he's, he's over the worst. And yeah, yeah. Because he's fit and everything, that uh, he'll recover quickly and we'll see him at Spurs soon. I thought what was, what was really nice, just from a social media point of view, was there were all these fantastic pictures that were posted. And it did make you think, what, you know, what are these iconic pictures of, of Hoddle? And I kept seeing this other one thinking, yeah, that's great. There's another one that's really great. So... That was my yeah. point on it. Yeah. I mean, you look at, you know, you know, you know bringing it back to this, the present team and will we look back and go, oh, we were there, the Potch years, or we look back and go, oh, they never won anything. The great thing about Hoddle was, was A, we all remember those amazing bits of skill and goals and winning things. And we'll talk about Terry yeah. later, you know, when you, when you get old and you've, you've whatever <laughs> happens, you've got these, these, these things you always have, these moments in your life professionally that no one can ever take away from you. And obviously Hoddle was, is, is one of those players. You know? Anyway, uh, we've, we've wrapped it on and off. We've got a, a, a wonderful show coming up for you at home at the end of the week. And obviously Spurs show season holders very, very shortly. Uh, for now, uh, please thank my guests. Frankly, wonderful Stephen Pollard, <laughs> Rob White, co-host Theo Delaney. Until the next show, come on you Spurs. As you heard in the show, we're playing Tottenham Hotspur Striker, the free iPhone and Android game that gives you the chance to win Tottenham Hotspur-related prizes such as tickets and signed items. Let me just go and check what I'm doing in the Spurs Show League against Theo. Ah, not too well at the moment. Never mind, if you want to play against us and other Spurs Show listeners, search for Tottenham Hotspur Striker on the Google Play or the App Store now. The link is in our podcast description. This is a Playback Media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at spurshow.net. The Spurs Show is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. Sports Social Podcast Network.